from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Well, welcome in, everyone. John Lee, Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. It is Wednesday, April 22nd. We've got a great show in store for you today. Katie Prejean McGrady coming up at 7.15. She's back on the show, project manager of Ave Maria Explores. Uh, we're going to be talking about how April 15th was the anniversary, friends, of the devastating fire at Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Uh, Ave Maria Press is kicking off a new educational series. Ave explores art and architecture to offer an opportunity to learn more about the importance of art and architecture in our Catholic Church. We're going to talk about why they're doing this. They're focusing on art and architecture and what that can teach us as Catholics in our faith and studying it. Katie Prejean McGrady at 7.15 today. Bo Bonner, Vice President of the Newman Idea, coming up for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. We're going to talking today about St. Anselm. We talked about him briefly yesterday as he was our saint of the day, but today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into him and really talk about the two or three, if we can get to it, ways that he really made his mark in the Catholic Church and why we venerate him as such an incredible philosopher and theologian in the eyes of the Catholic Church. So we'll have Bo Bonner to talk about the great St. Anselm today. Uh, Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Divine Mercy, which, of course, was Divine Mercy Sunday last Sunday. But we're going to talk about why private devotion uh, is so important in this. And in private revelation, you know, for it being a private revelation like it was, uh, why is it still on the church's calendar? And uh, Benedict XVI had some words on that. I read a great blog piece from Jimmy Aiken of Catholic Answers Live, heard here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about private revelation, the divine mercy, and why it is still uh, important for us. Also, uh, some things, if you're tired of looking at a screen, you know, I don't know about you. I mean, I'll, I'll save this for a little bit. But uh, if you're tired of looking at a screen, there's some ways that you can get around that. So I'll have some of those uh, things that you can do instead coming up as well. Let's get to it here on April 22nd. It's a Wednesday. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Oh, good morning, John. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. It is Earth Day today, so uh, happy Earth Day. I was wondering what day it was. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned you're tired of looking at a screen. I would suggest you might want to change your screen saver. That may help you out a little bit. Well, what's surprising for me is I, I have a little monitor on my uh, my phone, and every week it gives me a report of, of how much screen time I did for the previous week. I, I kid you not, I am 40 to 50% down 
actually, which shocked me. But, you know, when you're around your family this much, you're finding other things to do than, uh, than work, I guess. That's true. Or at least not on your phone. Maybe it's another screen you're looking at. Maybe the computer, the hard drive screen. You might be looking at that or another screen, the TV yeah. screen. Well, I figure, you know, I, when, when I travel, of course, uh, it's, it's tempting to watch that Netflix show on, on the plane. Or sometimes mm-hmm. I even write, uh, you know, ideas and things that I have on my, on my screen as well uh, on my phone. So I think that's probably it for me. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yes, yeah, sir. It sure is. I get that notice every. I think it's every Sunday or Monday morning of uh, yeah. your screen time on your phone, and uh, yeah, mine's went down too. But I think a lot of people's have uh, with the times we're in. I think so. I think so. All right. Well, today will be the warmest day of the week, John. We're also going to have uh, rain to deal with throughout the day. And if we don't get it this morning, we're certainly going to get some this afternoon, at least in central Iowa. So make sure you keep an eye on the sky. There's some rain up by Fort Dodge now. So folks traveling north, there's a little bit of rain along Highway 20 from I-35 to uh, Fort Dodge. And, uh, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. We're going to be mowing lawns a lot now, maybe twice a week if this keeps up, John. Look, I saw 75 today. I'll take it. Yeah, and you're seeing farmers starting to uh, get the fields ready, so we're at that time. They think it's uh, going to be, the soil's going to be warm enough to start planting, and in some places they have. Good for them. Get, let's get our farmers working. Absolutely. All right, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have a cloudy skies, 55 degrees here in central Iowa with a south-southwest wind at 13 miles per hour. Now, we did have rain in the area this morning. There are some scattered showers across the state this morning, so you may uh, run into those if you're out and about today. Rain chances throughout the day here in central Iowa. Thunderstorms this afternoon, and it will be breezy and our warmest day of the week today. Today's high, 75 degrees. Southwest winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour throughout the day. And we could see up to a quarter to a half inch of rain by the time this is all over with uh, tomorrow morning. Tonight, isolated storms possible. Overnight low of 48 degrees. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry. High of 70 for your Thursday. Friday, uh, cooler temperatures. A chance of rain back in the forecast. A high of 61 degrees. And weekend not looking too bad. Highs in the uh, lower 60s both Saturday and Sunday. And we could see rain chances uh, on Saturday. Morning. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, this Earth Day Wednesday morning, well, the state of Iowa is unveiling a large-scale uh, free coronavirus testing program called Test Iowa. Now, it starts with a free online assessment followed by a drive-through test. The first public drive-through testing center will be this Saturday, April 25th, in the North parking lot of uh, Wells Fargo Arena in the Iowa Event Center downtown. Uh, officials say testing centers will be set up throughout the state, but Iowans can also continue to be tested by calling 211 or their health care provider. Now, all Iowans are encouraged to go through the testing, although the governor says those working in essential services are especially encouraged to do the assessment. The Test Iowa program will enable an additional 540,000 uh coronavirus tests in addition to what's already available. And again, the website is testiowa.com for your free online assessment. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and uh, they're all Iowa high school spring sports have been canceled, and a decision about Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of May. So keep up your social distancing and stay home and stay healthy. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, uh, currently we have cloudy skies, 55 degrees right now. There is some rain 
uh, overnight, and there's some scattered showers in the area, and we'll see that throughout the day here in central Iowa. We'll see thunderstorms later on this afternoon, and it'll be breezy. Today's high 75 degrees with southwest winds at 15, gusts up to 25 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is starting out to be a pretty easy one this morning, and of course it usually is throughout the morning right now with everybody working from home. But uh, again, no problems to pass along, no major delays. Uh, Again, just lots of construction to keep an eye out for if you are out and about. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute their project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, this week we're going to continue our trend of speaking a little bit of the Divine Mercy each day. And, of course, Sunday was Divine Mercy Sunday, a big day, a big feast day in the life of the church. And, uh, you know, throughout the uh, the first two days of the week, we talked just a little bit about Divine Mercy each day. And uh, we're going to continue on today. And one of the big questions I think that is asked, and, and I read uh, a little piece from Jimmy Aiken on this, Uh, of Catholic Answers Live is why, if the divine mercy is based on private revelation. Now, let let me clarify what that means. Essentially, it means you don't have to believe it. It's not a part of the deposit of the faith. Um, For instance, this may surprise some people. You can not believe that Jesus appeared to St. Faustina and still be right in line with the Catholic Church. You cannot believe, actually, you cannot believe in Fatima or Lourdes or Guadalupe or any of these private revelations. Even even though the church deems them worthy of belief, even though the church puts their stamp on it, even though saints venerate it, even though the Pope himself says this is worthy of belief, because it is not a part of the deposit of faith, meaning it is not something uh, in in divine revelation um, or or it is not something in sacred scripture. Now, let me also uh, let you know that um, I think very few people fall into that camp. (laughs) Now, have I met some people that uh, reject divine or uh, private revelation? Yes. Uh, I, I have met some people that reject fully private revelation and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, are, are good Catholics, practicing Catholics, love their Catholic faith, um, and are, are very orthodox uh, Catholics. Um, now, that, that's very few and far between. Uh, do I fall into that camp in anything that the church puts their stamp on? Uh, of course not. Uh, and especially when it comes to um, uh, the divine mercy. Uh, but, you know, you know, there there have maybe some that think, well, why is this on the church's calendar? It's not divinely uh, revealed. It's not something we find in the Gospels, for instance, or sacred tradition. Um, it's a private revelation. Well, in a theological commentary on the message of Fatima, again, another private revelation. 
Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, a.k.a. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, wrote this, and this might help us to understand this. He said, quote, We might add that private revelations often spring from popular piety and leave their stamp on it, giving it a new pulse and opening the way for new forms of it. Nor does this exclude that they will have an effect even on the liturgy, as we see, for instance, in the feasts of Corpus Christi in the Sacred Heart of Jesus. St. Margaret uh, Mary Alacroque, remember, with uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, that was a private revelation. From one point of view, the relationship between revelation and private revelations appears in the relationship between the liturgy and popular piety. The liturgy is the criterion. It is the living form of the church as a whole, fed directly by the gospel. Popular piety is a sign that the faith is spreading its roots into the heart of a people in such a way that it reaches into daily life. Popular religiosity is the first and fundamental mode of inculturation of the faith. While it must always take its lead and direction from the liturgy, it in turn enriches the faith by involving the heart. I'm going to break this down very, very simple terms for us, very easy to understand. Uh, what happens is, is ultimately, it overcomes us. Devotions like this, uh, popular piety, as, as he talks about, these private revelations, eventually what happens is they overcome us, and it just kind of bleeds into the whole for us as Catholics. And I think this is something precisely that we see here in, in the divine mercy. Uh, many of us know we're sinners. Many of us struggle in sin. But yet we are so overcome by the, the mercy that God extends to us, that it really just kind of overflows. And we can't help but, but bring such a devotion to the divine mercy of Jesus and to our everyday, uh, in our everyday faith, our everyday life. We can't help but spread it. We can't help but live it. We become embodied, embodies of it, uh, of God's mercy, which is really essentially what, what we're supposed to become. And it just kind of bleeds into this, you know, for instance, and I, I just can't help but start talking about St. Faustina and what Jesus said to her here and, and, you know, where we can kind of see the overlap, of course, in sacred scripture. It's not going to contradict it by any means, uh, but where we can see, of course, you know, here, this is, this highlights it all the more. So I know that that might seem a little bit difficult to understand. And of course, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, um, he's a, a smart guy to say the least, but in the end, this is something uh, that the church has deemed worthy of veneration, something worthy of belief, something worthy for us to be able to take into our daily lives as well. We'll continue on with some reflections of the divine mercy as we continue on throughout the week. Coming up right after this, we're going to be talking to Katie Prejean McGrady, project manager of Ave Maria Explores. Uh, April 15th, just a few days ago, was the anniversary of the devastating fire uh, at North at Notre Dame, excuse me, Cathedral in Paris. If you remember that, boy, do I, and it feels like it was just yesterday. Ave Press, excuse me, Ave Maria Press is kicking off a new educational series called Ave Explores Art and Architecture to offer an opportunity to learn more about the importance of art and architecture in our Catholic faith. Katie Prejean McGrady coming up right after this to talk all about it. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Wednesday, April 22nd. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction? Well, that comes first, whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for nearly 20 years. Golden Rule. One thing I did not know about them, but I learned when they came on board here at the show, is that their technicians are trained in their in-house training facility. 100% satisfaction 
guarantee. And man, they are everywhere. I see their I see their cars out and about now more than ever, of course, with the lower traffic that's out there. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for pro Catholic women now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Hi, this is Deacon Tony Valdez, Program Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We want to thank you for your support. And right now, we ask that you continue to support Iowa Catholic Radio. Due to the crisis of COVID-19, we are seeing extra expenses because of the outbreak. We want to assure you that we will continue our mission. We are in this together and are here for you. Would you consider a gift of $33 or any amount you can provide? Give now at iowacatholicradio.com donate. Thank you. Thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Tomorrow night, friends, they're going to have their virtual. Uh, they're big, and, and, and I, I think this is going to be more than, than 350 people that they uh, normally have, but they're going to have their virtual gala that's going to be taking place on Facebook Live. We had Dr. Jim earlier on the week, and uh, pretty exciting stuff for them. So I know they are desperately trying to raise more money than normal, of course, because uh, the South African province in Limpopo, uh, they are really hurting right now. The people that they serve, the children, the families aren't getting the necessary food that they need. Uh, and as well as, you know, making toilets and, and all the, the other things that Blessman International continues to do for these families. So uh, you could hear it in Dr. Jim Blessman's voice. Please continue to keep them in your prayer. As an underwriter of this show, we really value them and we thank them for all they continue to do. But I think they're going to have a big night. And uh, I know Dr. Jim is excited for it tomorrow night to be able to help so many of those families there in Limpopo. 
Let's go to our next guest of the day. She is the project manager of Ave Explorers, here to talk about uh, the new series that they're kicking off, which is pretty exciting on art and architecture. Katie Prejean McGrady, welcome back, Katie. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you holding up in this? We're good. We're good. I mean, going stir crazy. It's day 40 for us, but, uh, you know, we'll survive. Now, Louisiana was hit pretty hard. Um, are you guys yeah. making a recovery here? How are things looking for you? Yeah, yesterday the numbers seemed to dip for like the, the second day in a row, which is really great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was Mardi Gras in February, so it spread like wildfire, and it was before any of us knew what was really going on. So not too surprising. Everybody in my family's been okay. We can't go see my grandmother in the nursing home. That's kind of sad. But other than that, yeah. we're holding up fine. I know you've been working hard, and and uh, you, praise God, have a job during this time as well. As yes, you know, yes. some speakers, um, you know, aren't having income coming in, which I'm I'm def- desperately worried about for some of them. But uh, I know you're working hard on the front lines for Ave Explores, and um, uh, you're, you're the project manager for them, which means what? So basically, I get to curate the content. I get to find the experts, interview them for the podcast, assign them articles and videos, and really just have my hands kind of in the. In the, if, I, if you think of this like making meatballs, I know you're Italian, so you understand this, right? You get your hands nice and dirty in the, in the process, and then you get to sit back and watch your, your hard work be enjoyed by other people. So it's, it's really the best job I've ever had, and I'm, I'm so grateful that this project exists in the first place, but especially now. And now I'm hungry. Thank you. Yes, sorry. It's, yeah, it, no, I am that's too. Okay. I'm pregnant. I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach was growling before this. Now it is all the more. Uh, April 15th, 2019. Um, I, I still remember watching this live on, on my computer, the devastating fire that uh, took out uh, in, in you know our beautiful Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Now, I, I know they're rebuilding it, and praise God, some said it was going to be a total loss, and it wasn't. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, it was it left, I think, many people speechless of so the beauty of something like this just set fire people coming to the streets people that that didn't even believe in god taking to twitter and, and instagram and facebook i remember seeing mm. and expressing the your their uh, sorrow and devastation for this i know you're kicking off a new educational series ave explores art and architecture to offer an opportunity to learn more about the importance of of art and architecture in the church I, I'm, I'm assuming this was inspired uh by something like this good coming out of out of bad Absolutely. I mean, there was there were kind of two thought processes when we were mapping out the whole year, because this is series number three of four for this first year of Ave Explorers. And originally, we wanted to look at art and architecture in the United States. And this was going to be a summertime series, and we were going to give people like a pilgrimage plan to go across the U.S. You know, if you're on vacation in California, here's five mission churches that you should visit. If you're in Washington, D.C., here's a snapshot of the Basilica. And as we were as 2020 began, and long before coronavirus was even on our minds, we just kind of discerned, let's let's flip-flop, let's put art and architecture now, in April, right around the anniversary of the cathedral, because then we can frame it as, regardless of faith, just like you said, if you're Catholic or not, art and architecture draw us in, and, and, and in some sense draw us up, and help us contemplate beauty, beauty and, and divine things. I mean, why does the whole world stop and pay attention to a smokestack on top of a chapel when the Pope dies, right? Because we, we care about the next old guy that's going to wear white. Why did the whole world stop and pay attention to the ceiling caving in of a cathedral that, that has been iconic in, in the world, in, in movies, in music, and in, in, in obviously in worship? Um, and so this whole series really tries to 
help people understand that, that art and architecture is not just pretty things for the sake of pretty things, but, but helps us interact with and encounter the divine. Um, and it's, it's been a lot of fun to, to make the content and to share it with people and to see how people are reacting to it. We got an email last week from some grandparent communities in Florida that are, are connected around the world, probably about 1,500 to 2,000 grandparents in this Facebook group, and how they were sharing the series with their grandchildren during the quarantine, hoping that, you know, look at these pretty things, read these really great things, and, and maybe this will inspire you and help you feel a little less cooped up in your house. So it's providential that it's happening right now. You couldn't exhaust art and architecture in lifetimes uh, right. in studying it in our Catholic faith. Um, and so I know you've had to probably pick your pillars uh, carefully in this. Uh, what else are you studying? Where else are you looking uh, in, in this project? Yeah, so week one, we looked at kind of the overall, what's beauty and why does it matter? And this week, week two, which launches today, so if you sign up for the emails, you'll get the content, um, really looks at, at kind of those, those name-recognizable churches, so St. Peter's, Notre Dame, the, the Basilica in Washington, D.C., Notre Dame's Basilica on Notre Dame's campus, Go Irish, um, and, and really tries to, to look at why are churches designed the way they are. But we also look at hometown churches. You know, the, this week I did a video on my home cathedrals where my parents got married over 35 years ago. It just went through a $16 million restoration over the past couple of years. So, so we want people to understand that a beautiful church doesn't just have to be a church whose name you recognize that you go on pilgrimage to across the world, and you go on this tour with a guide and you're wearing a headset. It, it can be the lovely little country chapel that you've grown up going to, because because beauty is something that's accessible on every level, and again, always calls us upward. I, I ask every podcast guest to tell me, you know, what's your favorite piece of art? What's your favorite church to visit? And the answers were, were everything from Mike Aquilina talking about this ancient site in the south of Italy, um, all the way to him then talking about his parish church in Pittsburgh, and that was so inspiring to me. So, so we really try to, to show the gamut for everybody. Yeah, I, I, I love studying this, and I, I'm always learning. I, I am not um, robust in, in understanding art and architecture like many of the greats, especially right now in our in our Catholic faith. So I kind of sit at the feet of many of them and, and study it. I have a couple books upstairs. I was actually just looking through the other day on this, and, and I'm always taking things away, friends. So I cannot encourage you enough to be able to go here and sit at the feet of this uh, new project and, and learn. You're going to take away a lot of good stuff. I, I want to know... Uh, before we let you go, what what's the most, um, I don't want to say surprising, but what's the most interesting or uh, beautiful thing that you've learned throughout this process? You know, we have a, a podcast episode dropping today with Liz Lev. Um, you might know Liz from her TED Talk. It has over a million views on, on kind of the secrets of the Sistine Chapel. She's a, an art historian and professor in Rome. And when we were talking, she started talking about um, the, the the big obelisk in the center of St. Peter's Square, and, and she explains why this ancient thing that was pagan is in the center of the church, right? Um, and she describes how it's the object that would have seen, that would have witnessed St. Peter's crucifixion. Um, and so that's why it's central in St. Peter's Square, because it's a reminder of the history of how much our church has grown and, and what the church has gone through from 2,000-plus years ago to today. And I think I knew that. I, I studied in Rome when I was in college. I was also a college sophomore, so you, it's, you know, in one ear and out the other because you're in Europe as an 18-year-old. But 
say it again, especially, you know, we were recording this in the middle of quarantine, so Italy was shut down at the time that we're recording this, and, and watching her get excited as she was teaching, it just warmed my heart, and I learned so much in that 25-minute interview and, and walked away, and I immediately tweeted, I think that interview just changed my life, and I really, I really think it did. Because since then, I have watched like six different documentaries on St. Peter's Basilica. Like, I can't get enough of it. My husband and I are figuring out how we can get back to Rome as soon as possible because he's never been. And I can't wait to show him all these things. So, so that was, I think, my favorite. And that episode is, is live as of about an hour ago. So you can go listen to it and, and hear the excitement in her voice. I love that. Um, what's the cost and how can people sign up? So it's totally free. Just go to AveMariaPress.com. There's a banner right at the top. You can click on it. It brings you to all the content as well as a place to put your email in. You can get logged in and signed up, and, and you'll get the content as well as be entered to win this awesome gift basket with tons of things that kind of showcase Catholic art and architecture, both books from Ave and, and some little nifty gifties, as we like to call them, from, from around, around the world that, that help people embrace all of this. I love it. Art and architecture, uh, friends, is what you're going to learn when you go to Ave Explore. This new project. It sounds awesome. I know I'm going to be checking it out today as well. Katie Prejean McGrady. Katie, thank you as always. Thank you. Good to talk to you. All right. That's Katie Prejean McGrady, everyone. It sounds like an awesome opportunity. And again, it's completely free. What else are you going to do today here on this Wednesday? Then learn Then sit at the feet of some of the greats here, especially when it comes to art and architecture. I eat this stuff up. Coming up in the second half hour, Bo Bonner, Vice President of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about St. Anselm today. We celebrated his feast day yesterday. And really, I mean, again, you could exhaust uh, lifetimes combing over the writings, the contribution that this great saint made to philosophy and theology in the Catholic Church. But we're going to talk about uh, a couple things, two big major things that uh, Anselm brought to the table for us and kind of go a little bit deeper into this giant in our faith. And oftentimes unknown, you know, we know Aquinas, uh, we hear Augustine. In, but oftentimes Anselm just kind of goes under the radar. Not today. We're going to spend some time on him. Coming up Wednesday, April 22nd, John Lee in the morning. Friends, do not go anywhere. And a big thank you to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. Dear friend of mine, 963-4494, residential re-roofs throughout all of central Iowa and has been at this now for 30 plus years years. Now, he's been on Iowa Catholic Radio for a couple years now, and he supports us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. He's not even Catholic, but he loves what we do. He loves inspiring people in the Christian faith, and he's here to be able to help us do just that. 963-4494, Bell Construction, Residential Re-Roofs. That's 963-4494. Father Andrew now at today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light, so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. 
God comes to man of his own will and in his own way, regardless of how man expects him to come. He isn't content to speak to us from above. Rather, he becomes one of us in the person of Jesus Christ to shed light on the evils of sin. His suffering and death on the cross are the greatest acts of humility to counteract this sin of pride in the garden and serves as the most evident example of love that God has for us. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nighting in the morning right here on this Wednesday, April 22nd. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Bo Bonner coming up here soon to talk about one of the greatest philosophers the church will ever know, St. Anselm today, whose feast we celebrated yesterday. Going to honor him and pay some tribute today here in the second half hour. Mark Amadeo will have your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We will have your saint of the day all coming up here in this second half hour as well. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, it looks like the sun's out there right now. Yeah, partly cloudy. It's uh, it's changed. That rain has moved through, and uh, we're seeing a little bit of the sun, at least for now. So hopefully that'll maintain most of the day. I know this afternoon we're supposed to have thunderstorms move in. But, hey, John, today is the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. And uh, I saw this with the NBA players doing this. The On Zoom, they had a game of horse with the uh, getting their basketballs out and playing horse. How about you and Dean Bell and the, the Parrish brothers, uh, Mark and John, and maybe even uh, Mario Tamia from Tamia and Sons? We get a little game of horse via the Zoom going on. And uh, there'll be no cheating going on. There'll be no pre-taping. It's got to be live. And that's how it works, John. I'll, I'll be glad to, to officiate, uh, especially your well-being on this. Thoughts? 
I'm honored that you would have to uh, make a caveat there of, of no pre-taping for my shot. But just to let you know, I would win. <laughs> Take down any of them. I'd even put myself against LeBron James in a game of half-court horse right now. So let's go. Oh, my gosh. You let's are delirious. You've been, you've been cooped off. You've been doing that self-quarantine, <laughs> social distancing way too long, and it's really gotten to you. Are you crazy? I've, I've completely lost it, folks. Uh, that, that's just it right there. I'm going to schedule an appointment with uh, uh, Deacon Randy Keel. I think you need to visit with him a little bit and uh, get get some of this talk talked about. I mean, my goodness! But I think that'd be as pretty interesting. To get out of the house. A Zoom game with Iowa Catholic Radio and uh, with Dean and uh, Mr. Tamia. How about uh, the Parish Brothers and you? And I'd be glad to officiate this. This is, I'd look forward to this if we get. I like how that works, though. I'm going to have to check that out. Some of those basketball yeah. players doing that. That sounds fun. Yeah, it is, and it's it's got to be live. It can't be any pre-taping. Otherwise, I know right. you will find a way around that. Yeah, yeah. editing too. Yeah, no, it's got to be live. So, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there on on in, in in honor of Earth Day today. We'll see what I can put together. I appreciate that. All right. Well, enjoy the day. It's supposed to be uh, you know, kind of rocky weather, but uh, I think we'll be okay with this uh, storm moving through this morning. We'll, we should be all right till this afternoon. So, be careful out there, John. I'm I'm hoping to work my sweat work a sweat up today on my family walk, so we'll see. There you go. You'll be able to do that. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have now partly cloudy skies, 55 degrees. The rain uh, and scattered showers have moved across uh, central Iowa and across the state right now. We have south-southwest winds at 13 miles per hour. And today we will see rain chances throughout the day here on this Earth Day Wednesday. Thunderstorms this afternoon, and it will be breezy. Today's high 75 degrees will be our warmest day of the week. We'll have southwest winds at 15, gusting up to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, we could see isolated storms uh, continuing, overnight low of 48 degrees, and when it's all said and done, we could ups- we could see up to a quarter to a half inch of rain here in central Iowa by tomorrow morning. On Thursday, partly cloudy, dry, high of 70, and on Friday, a uh, chance of rain back in the forecast. Cooler temperatures, a high of 61 degrees. Weekend not looking too bad. Highs in the lower 60s, we could see rain early on Saturday, but partly cloudy the rest of the day, and also on Sunday. Well, in the news on this Earth Day Wednesday morning, uh, the state of Iowa is unveiling uh, a large-scale free coronavirus testing program called Test Iowa. Now, it starts with a free online assessment followed by a drive-through test. The first public drive-through testing center will be this Saturday, April 25th, in the North Parking Lot across from Wells Fargo Arena in the Iowa Event Center uh, in downtown Des Moines. Now, officials say testing centers will be uh, set up throughout the state. Iowans can continue to be tested by calling 211 or their health care provider. All Iowans are encouraged to go through the testing, although the governor says those working in essential services are especially encouraged to do the attestment. The uh, Test Iowa program will enable an additional 540,000 COVID-19 tests in addition to what's already been available. And their website for the online free assessment is testiowa.com. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And again, all Iowa high school spring sports are now canceled. That includes girls and boys golf, soccer, tennis, and track. And a decision about Iowa's two summer sports in high school, including baseball and softball, that will be made by the end of May.
Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have partly cloudy skies now, 55 degrees, a south-southwest wind at 13 miles per hour. We do have some rain moving through uh, the state of Iowa this morning. Rain chances throughout the day here in central Iowa. Thunderstorms this afternoon. It'll be breezy. Today's high, 75 degrees. Winds southwest at 15, gusting up to 25 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning Earth Day on this John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are accident-free. No major issues to pass along this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Opposition to the good news of Jesus Christ did not discourage today's saint. No, not indeed. He always found a way to preach the gospel. St. Adalbert of Prague today. He was named Bishop of Prague at the age of 27 and quickly turned his attention to reforms he wanted for the clergy. Opposition to change led his exile for a short time, which he used to study monastic life in Rome. The people clamored for his return, and Adalbert went home, but in short order, was again exiled for excommunicating some people who violated the right of sanctuary by pulling a woman accused of adultery out of a church and murdering her. This exile was permanent. So Adalbert went as a missionary to preach the good news to those living on the shores of the Baltic Sea. He and his companion were both murdered by two pagan priests in that region. His body is entombed there in a cathedral in the Czech Republic. We ask today, St. Adalbert of Prague, to pray for us. Amen. A never man that, that never seemed to find his way out of harm's way, but a man who still, amidst the struggles and difficulties, amidst the chaos and the harm, still found a way to preach the good news. Big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. Experienced in wills and estate planning. Look, I get it. it. It's easy to put this stuff off, but that's a big mistake. We're talking about our families here. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, Bo Bonner, all on St. Anselm. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, April 22nd. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Mark Neal. Father Neal is pastor of Holy Trinity Parish in Des Moines. Happy birthday. Bishop Johnson has launched the COVID-19 Relief Fund as a Catholic response to the crisis in the Diocese of Des Moines. The funds will address the most pressing needs in our faith community. Contributions may be designated to directly support individuals and families in need through Catholic charities, or it may include our Catholic parishes and schools and their efforts to remain operational for individuals and families in this crisis. Learn more at dmdiocese.org giving. 
The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live stream mass, activities for the family, and much more. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 515-493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That is fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Let's go to our last guest of the day, the Vice President of the Newman Idea, Bo Bonner. Hey, Bo. Good morning, Don. How are you? You were awfully excited about this topic today, my friend. A giant in the world of Catholic philosophy, as we're talking about St. Anselm today. Yeah, I think what's interesting about St. Anselm is, so he is rightly known for how uh, important he is to philosophy and theology, but he's actually a Benedictine monk, and uh, not only that, he's a Benedictine monk, part of uh, the Order of Cluny, so one of the most influential Benedictine houses in all of the Middle Ages. And uh, he was also involved very much in the investiture controversy, which means when the Church, uh, at, at the height of the Middle Ages, uh, took back its prerogatives from the secular world and really talked about the independence of the Church, the independence of the liturgy. There's so much that St. Anselm was uh, a part of and how important he was. So it's sort of funny that sometimes he's a footnote in sort of medieval theology and philosophy, because in politics, in liturgy, and just the reality of the Church, but especially as a Benedictine oblate, um, St. Anselm uh, holds a, pe- a special place in my heart. That's why you love him so much, right? Well, you know, there's a, a, an idea in Church history that you kind of have the monks, and that they cared about praying, and yeah, they, they wrote down books, and they preserved culture, but they really left the hard thinking to either, you know, just 
Dominicans eventually or, or other people involved. So that St. Anselm is really known for not only his logical tracks and, and like I said, straight-up philosophical ideas about universals and the, the, the great questions of the day in the Middle Ages. He also comes up with what might be considered the sort of highest form of uh, soteriology, so theories of, about how Christ saves us in, uh, the, on the God-man uh, he comes up with what's known as the sort of satisfaction theory of salvation, where we, he talks about that, uh, you know, humanity owed a, a debt they couldn't pay, and that Jesus Christ came to pay that debt himself out of love uh, for, for mankind. And very influential and in really summing up um, some aspects that were not only in the New Testament and the early Church Fathers, but really putting it in a medieval key, but also sort of maybe simplifying a lot of uh, the questions that people had, just a, a juggernaut of a theological way of putting things. Um, of course, he's also known for the ontological argument for the proof of God, uh, that, you know, that, that that's something we've been arguing with for a thousand plus years. Um, so the, the idea that a monk could be prayerful and obedient and liturgical, but also really change the political landscape of the Middle Ages and be a philosopher and theologian, uh, it's just to have one person be like that. It's it's quite frankly amazing, uh, and that's not even getting into the details of his very interesting personal life. Uh, so yeah, Saint Anselm deserves um, all the respect he gets, and I, I would say more. Uh, I want you to speculate on this because this has always seemed quite confusing to me. And I know you know studying him in seminary, he's kind of just always been uh, along the sides of the greats of, of Aquinas and Augustine, and, and Anselm just kind of rolls off with that, but. You know, most most Catholics have never even heard of him. Why do you think that is? Well, I think that there is an idea um, with all of the Middle Ages that you kind of find uh, the last person in the line, as it were, who uh, expresses whatever you're bringing up as sort of the purest form. Or you find someone a little earlier than whoever's in the Middle Ages who is really the first person to talk about what's going on. So, for instance... People will just go ahead and read St. Augustine and have that count for um, all sorts of people uh, in the positions they hold. So, you know, St. Bonaventure really does have sort of Augustinian points, but of course he develops them in this sort of medieval and Franciscan way. Or, or you can imagine that some of the insights that St. Anselm has, someone like St. Thomas Aquinas really puts the cherry on top of a long line of the arguments. Um, or, or, or they'll even go later, right? Some of the counter-reformation saints at the Council of Trent, etc. Um, I think St. Anselm really is sort of a, a key marker of um, the early Middle Ages turning into the later Middle Ages. Um, he's sort of a pivotal figure in the middle. So there is quite a few things that he writes about that you could probably read by either someone earlier or later who's slightly better known. A lot of people want to, you know, pause, like you say, sort of the trivia thing and be like, okay, well, St. Anselm's important, but moving on. <laughs> but uh, I think that that starts to be a lot of it. The, the works that we have of St. Anselm that were popular are very philosophically uh, astute, and the theology ones even are sort of, um, you know, monastic medieval arguments, but before scholasticism really took off. Um, so he kind of is one of those people that, Get stuck in the middle. He's he's a little too late to be um, included with uh, earlier church fathers, but he's a little early to really be included with the scholastics. 
so that's that's my uh, Bo Bonner take for the morning on why St. Anselm's not read quite as much. Well, I'm not letting you go yet because I want to know. You, you mentioned a couple of the, his teachings. Um, you mentioned a couple of his writings. Uh, if you could boil them down to two, what are his two greatest contributions to the church today that every Catholic should know and, and maybe seek to, to study a little bit? I'd say the most obvious one is uh, his the satisfaction theory of uh, how Christ saves us. So the idea about what is it that the, the debt that we couldn't pay that only Christ alone could pay. If people can either go read on the God Bankers de Homo uh, the, in the Latin, it usually leaves untranslated. But that might be, uh, if you can't read that itself, that there's someone who's probably done a pretty good job of summarizing it for people, and I think that one's a very important one to read, to know, and to dwell on. So that's like the most popular, obvious one. The sort of um, underground one that I think people don't give him, don't know him for, give him enough credit. So uh, he's, he's northern Italian. He actually ends up at the monastery in Beck, which is actually in Normandy. He's very influential there. But then another huge event happens in his life that most people actually sort of know about. Maybe they don't read about it as much. Uh, but William the Conqueror uh, from Normandy goes and conquers England, changes England forever. And uh, so they're, they're the, the Sea of Canterbury all of a sudden becomes very important. That In England, the first important uh, cathedrals uh, were in York and different places like this. But now Canterbury becomes very important. And everybody thinks St. Anselm is going to be the second abbot of Canterbury, there becomes this huge political intrigue with William II, so William the Conqueror's son, and eventually there is a massive fight between church power and uh, the power of the state. And St. Anselm is very important in fighting for the prerogative independence of the church. And so that would be the second, like I said, a little bit harder to... I mean, you can go read this in the Wikipedia article, for instance, so it's not hard to find. I think people don't talk about it as much, is that in church history, when you talk about the independence of the church, something later someone like John Henry Newman studying will really decide helps him become Catholic rather than to remain Anglican. Uh, those foundations in England especially, and for the English-speaking world, were really the efforts of uh, St. Anselm when he became Archbishop of Canterbury. Give us a snapshot of the Newman idea. Uh, NewmanIdea.org. Uh, we also have, uh, we're on Twitter now, uh, so if you, if you want to follow the, the Twitters, NewmanIdea, at NewmanIdea, and then, of course, on Facebook, uh, so you can sort of see what we're up to. But essentially, yeah, NewmanIdea.org to see what we're doing for students all over the nation now because of with the COVID things, we, we've moved online. Um, how is it that people are going to learn about integrated knowing and uh, what uh, the, the, the whole scope of, of the Catholic intellectual tradition especially for students who are not at Catholic colleges, uh, but we're also uh, doing other things as well, and you can check all that out at newmanidea.org. And finally, you can uh, check out their show today, him and Dr. Bud Marr, at 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the evening, a full hour. If you miss it, you can always podcast The Uncommon Good at iowacatholicradio.com. We have all their show shows there uh, for you as well. Uh, Bo Bonner, talk to you soon, my friend. God bless. Thanks, John. All right. Uh, that puts this show in the books, everyone, here on this Wednesday, April 22nd. I'll be joining you live again tomorrow, Thursday, outside of the Mercy One studio for the time being. For the time being. 
Don't you worry. We'll be back. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Keep your head up, friends. Continue to pray every single day, especially during these times. In the meantime, I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.